welcome, 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 everybody. Did you miss me? Oh, it has been a significant amount of time since we last talked. And I do apologize for that, but your boy had the big C word. I thought it was gone. I thought we were past it in 2021. But for the second time, I did catch caught COVID-19. Caught it again for the second time. And everyone, it just really put me on my ass. Uh, I know on the news and everything, I was hearing about a second wave for quite some time that it was coming back, and I'm not gonna lie, I dug my hand, I, I dug my head in the dirt, and I just kind of ignored it because, if you know, I mean, I'm just so tired of the COVID talk. It's been all over the news. I mean, when it first happened, it was really huge and just out of nowhere news. Our our globe never, ever experienced a pandemic such as COVID-19 when it hit. We were not prepared. We didn't really know what was going on, but you just get COVID fatigue after a while, right? It went on for about two years, and then, I mean, after that, I was like, okay, like, I understand, but the the world has to get moving again. We got to get moving. So, when it was on the news and everyone was talking about COVID was coming back again, I did not think it was really the case, but... I caught it. <laughs> oh, your boy caught it. Oh, man, it was very rough. I took off of work. I had to call off for an entire week, Monday through Friday, off work. Use vacation time. Was Did not want to use my vacation time for that. If anybody knows, if you want to spend, uh, when it comes to spending your sick time, your vacation time, you do not want to use it when you're actually sick. You want to actually use it when you're healthy so you can actually enjoy the time and not just be laid up in bed trying to recover from a sickness, right? If you're actually sick, you just kind of want to, I mean, you want to take off, obviously, but you don't want to use your vacation time. I mean, yeah, that just, I mean, it, it could be worse things. You can go to work while you're sick, but I mean, in this case scenario, they would not allow it. But anywho, that was my last week. That's why I did not give you a show, but it did work out in our favor because this past weekend, there were no cars. There was no fights this past weekend. We had essentially a bye week. UFC, Dana White, thank you very much for that. But, 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 I think the UFC, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing because they dropped a shit ton of fight news all throughout this past week and it's just been buzzing in the air if you don't know about any of the fight weeks let me break it down for you so you just continue working and doing your thing where you listen to me in the car or across the globe my belgium audience i see you and before i get into these fights announcements quick plug if you have not already joined our discord group the hot box squad going strong around 500 members uh, add me on there i'm taj i'm one of the admins the super saiyan admins that are on there appreciate everyone joining and just continue to show support it's just slowly building man this is how it is you gotta slowly build i was not simmer but I'm starting to get hot starting to get hot but anyways uh back to the fights um starting off uh, should I start off with the sad news? Uh, let's just knock it out the way. If you guys don't know, um, one championship, 
there were three siblings who um, are were fan- that are fantastic fighters. Uh, one of the older brothers holding the title, the younger sister Angela Lee holding the Ant- uh, Adam Weight title. I think that's one fifteen. Yeah, Adam Weight, and then the youngest sister eighteen, who was also who was undefeated, showing very good prospect. Uh, Angela Lee essentially came out and admitted two days before Christmas and twenty twenty two. Her youngest sister did uh, take her own life, and then, it, as you know, she took off. She hasn't fought since that happened. Don't blame her. And um, she admitted herself that back in early two in the early two thousands, uh, when she got into a car accident, it was not an accident. She actually tried to take her own life as well. So that was very sad. And this past weekend, in one championship, she essentially officially announced her retirement. I'm not too sure what her brother Christian Lee is going to do. He hasn't really spoken much about it. Pretty sure it is really hard. But for the Lee siblings, Christian Lee, Angela Lee, and the youngest sister, only 18. Uh, shout out to them. Angela Lee and her brother are going to be um, producing a fight organization that essentially helps fighters with mental illness, which I think is really, really important because while they do do this for our entertainment, we do forget that they are just people. And as you guys know, when it comes to like the, I'm just going to name the top fighters, the Chuck Liddell's, the Dana, uh, the Dan Henderson's, the Shogun Hua, we all praise them when the lights are on. We all cheer for them um, when they're fighting for us and providing entertainment. But when their careers are sudden done, they retire. A lot of these fighters don't have much to fall back on. And they just don't get the same praise from the from their fans and the artists they should do. So not only should we appreciate the fighters as they are in the cage, we do really need to show more respect for fighters after they're after they retire cuz essentially that that's where it starts to get really rough, right? After you've been taking brain damage in the octagon, blood, sweat and tears, the onset doesn't really set in until after you retire when you're getting your 40s and your 50s and a lot of these fighters are really slurring their slurring their words. And it just it really shows after they retired that these guys are really banged up. So we just need to do a better job of praising the fighters while they are here. And after they retire, just show them some love. So any fighter out there, just keep your head up. And then for any fans that really, truly do love, uh, love the fighters and appreciate what they do, just need to show a little bit more appreciation. So enough of the sad news. Harpered on that a lot. Let's get to some huge, some Jesus Christ. The end of this year is going to just be fantastic. Just a huge fight news. Uh, right off the bat, we have, uh, which one should I get to? Yeah, I'm going to get to the biggest one. Leon Edwards defending his 170-pound strap against Colby Covington in December. December 12th, I believe. And that is going to be just huge. Kobe Covington, you bastard, sitting on the sidelines for two years after that Jorge Masvidal assault case. Hasn't fought since. And then he's being awarded his third title shot, two against Kamara Usman. He he lost his first two title shots, fought Jorge Masvidal, sat out two years, and now he's getting another title shot. Jesus Christ. Oh, I mean, Kobe Covington, he's a hell of a fighter. Just love him to death, the pressure. 
the the takedowns, the the trash talking, the <laughs> Donald Trump's favorite fighter. You gotta love it. He knows how to put asses in seats, so I have to love him for that. Kobe Covington. It's gonna be interesting because while that whole escapade of him and Hori Masvidal, he did kind of waste his prime because he's 35 years old. He's gonna be 36 at the beginning of next year and one of the most important stats that came out of 2023 is that fighters who fight for a title or defend for a title that are 36 and up they're like 2 and 16 which is just insane meaning if you're essentially 36 years old and up and you fight underneath 185 pounds the the record is you just the record is two and sixteen. You have a very much slim chance of winning or defending your title, and that's just because when you're under 185 pounds, the speed is the first thing to go, and you really do just need that. You can still perform at a very, very extreme high level, but it's just it's just hard to keep up with these young bucks. And Leon Edwards, 33, Kobe, 35, about to be 36. It's it's gonna be interesting. We're gonna see. What's going to go on there? So that's the first fight announcement. The co-main event is going to be, um, it's going to be Brandon Moreno. No, not Brandon Moreno. He just lost the title. Uh, Pantoja versus Brandon Roy Val, a.k.a. the Raw Dog. I know both these gentlemen are not very well known and when it comes to the casual audience. But ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a goddamn barn burner. I'm telling you right now that this fight, that's the co-main event to Kobe and Leon, is going to be better than that fight. Mark my words on it. I bet all the money in the world, Brandon Royval versus Alexander Pantoja is going to be a better fight than Kobe Chaos Covington versus Leon Edwards. Bet money on it because these guys like to strap. The UFC knows exactly what they're doing. They know the matchup. They know both these guys just prefer to stand up. And I just have a feeling that Kobe's just going to be spamming takedowns. He's, oh man, he he knows how to talk. But, I mean, all of his, all, all, besides that first fight against uh, Kamara Usman, all the other fights, I'm, I'm sorry guys, and you guys know this, have not been good. The second fight between him and Kamar Usman was not that entertaining, but that is more so that they did not want to go through hell again. And that fight against Hori Masvidal was trash. His fight against him and Robbie Lawler was trash. Him against RDA, I mean, let, let's just call it what he is. He spams takedowns. When that's the go-to strategy for Kobe Covington, and I believe he's going to be doing the exact same thing against Leon because he knows that this is his last chance at a title shot, so he's going to play it safe and really just spam those takedowns. Another huge fight announcement, light heavyweight division, 205 pounds. The UFC heard the crowd. They heard the audience. We're going to have Yuri Prohashka taking on Alex Pereira for the 205 light heavyweight title, and goddamn, that just has kill or be goddamn killed written all over it. Alex Pereira versus Yuri Prohashka. Yuri coming back from that shoulder injury. Alex going up to his natural weight of 205 pounds. I mean, even that's a stretch. That boy weighs in about 240. 
waiting at 205. Next day, he's about 240. So keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. So that's going to be fantastic. Two guys that do not know how to spell takedown. They can't even do a takedown if their life depends on it. Alex Pereira, one of the greatest kickbox artists of all time, more prestigious than Israel Adesanya. And Yuri Prohoshka, you know his game. He just, someone's getting knocked out in this fight. He just swings for the fences, hands down like Anderson Silva. Alex Pereira, one of the most technical kickboxers in the world. If this fight goes to decision, I believe, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I would start believing that we we are literally living in a simulation, all right? We're going to need Elon Musk to start explaining some things if Alex Pereira versus Yuri Prohacha goes to a goddamn decision, period. Just period. Oh, so th- those are going to be coming up. Oh, and that fight is the co-main event to John Jones versus Stipe Miocic, which is rumored to be the retirement fight in New York City. Oh, we are going out with the bang. Oh, we are going out with such a bang. And then we have uh, Francis Nugano versus Tyson Fury the week before Jones versus Stipe. Jesus Christ. Next weekend, we got um, Dylan Danlis fighting Logan Paul. I don't know. I'm just going to talk about that shit. Come on now. Oh, my God. Okay. I believe those are all the fight announcements. Oh, we also have Tony Ferguson taking on Bobby. No, no. Tony Ferguson taking on Patty LaBady. Oh, my God. Uh, I believe there was a fantastic stat that this is the first time that a fighter on a six-fight winning streak in Patty the Batty is going to be taking on a fighter on a six-fight losing streak in Tony Ferguson. Uh, Tony Ferguson, just just get it done. I, I won't ask for anything else, Tony Ferguson. Come on, man, just just get it done. Just just beat that ass. Just gotta just get just get it done, Tony, man. I I don't care how poke him in the eye, man. Just poke him, kick him in the nuts. You get two. You only get two low blows. Oh my God! So th- that's fantastic. This upcoming weekend, we do have um, what's Bobby Green is fighting. Is it Drew Dober? No, they already fought. Um, give me one second. It's a free fight on on Fight Night. It's going to be starting at 3 p.m. Central Time. Grant Dawson taking on Bobby Green. That's going to be a good stand-up fight. I'm going to go with Bobby Green on that one. Uh, they may be fight of the night. A good fight to look out on is Drew Dober versus Ricky Glenn. That's going to be fantastic. Alex Morono versus Joaquin Buckley. Uh, Joe Pfeiffer making his debut from Dana White's Contender Series. This is actually a good card. Alex Hernandez versus Bill Alguil. I don't know who Bill is, but Alex Hernandez is a banger. This is actually a really good fight night. This is actually pretty good for a free fight night. The following week is gonna get dicey. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna try to sell that one to you guys. I'll still watch it because I'm a delinquent. So there you guys go, ladies and gentlemen. You can probably tell I am still not feeling too well um, under the weather, but I had to get this one out regardless, rain, sleet, or snow. Got to get these episodes recorded. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I will catch you all next time.